It is uh, our number, what, three, I think, of the morning show here on KDAL. And as usual, on a Wednesday, we're joined by Neil Atkins. Good morning, Neil. Good morning. Grumble, <laughs> grumble, grumble, grumble. Yeah, Neil's got an issue Time today. For this one to do whatever. Yeah. Well, you uh, were a dental tech. Yes, but you I'm treated. not going to work on you. I think. No, you're not going to pick away on me. <laughs> but you, it's uh, been way too long since I've been uh, in anybody's mouth. <laughs> you work on uh, uh, people that had uh, uh, tooth abscess. I suppose I did on occasion. Yeah, yeah we. I, I kind of specialized in the surgery oh, did you? portion okay. of the dental oh, okay. uh, clinic where I'd assist the doctor in yanking teeth. Oh, yanking them. Oh, and uh, oh, doing other surgical procedures. Okay. But uh, yeah, that's uh, it's no fun having one of those. I've I've had them myself, and yeah, I'm a hurt until kid. they get corrected. Uh, yeah. It's at least it is correctable, Neil. So take well, heart is, if you get in to see the dentist anytime soon. You already did. I, oh, good. Yeah, okay. I got in yesterday. So <laughs> oh well, then I'm on an. Antibiotic. You're already on the uh, on the way back. On an antibiotic. And oh, okay, but yeah. it's. Uh, I only got about two, three hours of sleep last night because, uh, you know, you take the ibuprofen yeah, and it wears only, off. There's only so much those drugs can do, yeah. you know. Unless you get yeah. the high-test stuff and then right. they, they, they might, uh, they they kind might of arrest you on the street. You know? Well, they lean away from giving you those things anymore, which is that's kind a, of too bad because that's what they're for is to relieve your pain. But the people abuse the, them, you know. Abuse on the oxycodone. I right. remember when I, when I had my knee surgery, uh, you know, I got a, a bottle with like 90 of them in it. <laughs> and I yeah. use some. I, my pain right. tolerance is usually pretty good. And right. Normally, I I take it if I if I couldn't get to sleep by mm-hmm. ten thirty or something like right. that. I I take it, and uh, and that's what I used it for. But um, but yeah, it's uh, and, and then, then you of have a bunch of them left over, and that's where people kind of get in trouble. They'll well, keep taking them even when they don't need them anymore. So. That or they steal. Yeah. Or I, they... I talk to uh, friends of mine down in. In Arizona, Flagstaff, and her husband had had some uh, heart surgery, and so they mm. had some of the pills in the medicine cabinet. Yeah. And the guy came in to do their connect up their cable. Oh, brother. And uh, he <laughs> left, and all of a sudden they went up and checked we're the medicine some cabinet. missing stuff. <laughs> yeah. And the drugs were gone. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Opportunity. Yeah. Well, that's why they have those drug take-back days, I guess, so you can dispose of them properly. People will even go through the trash, I would imagine. And you're not supposed to throw them down the toilet either because then the fish get all addicted. high fish. (laughs) Flying fish, you could have flying fish. Yeah, but you don't want high fish. That's not No, this is true. Hey, we're celebrating a birthday today. Uh, We signed on on this date in 1936, KDAL did. That's what this uh, yeah. proclamation. Eighty-seven here. years ago, we've been on the air for eighty-seven years. Well, I see this here. There's a uh, proclamation by the city of Duluth by the current mayor Emily yeah, Larson back was, in 2016. Yeah, that was a while ago, but and when uh, we did our 80th, I guess proclaiming the 80th. But yeah. now it's the 86. 86. And well, congratulations to all of us. Yeah. To us. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Speaking of uh, congratulatory. Uh, Seems. On the air for all these years, despite yeah. Neil's best efforts. <laughs> right. Can't yeah. help it. It was a wonderful yeah. day back in 1936. Yeah. yeah. I was just standing at the desk out here, or uh, wherever it was. Yeah. Where was it located then? Uh, yeah. You know, I'm not sure where the original... Well, look right there. Um, Across where was the street? it then? Where the... On the uh, lower I, side I, of the yeah. street? No, I really don't have a clue where it was originally. But, uh, that, you know, it's moved several times, but... 
I know what it used to be uh, where the uh, Minnesota Power Building yeah. is in right on that Avenue. That could be then. That, 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 that might have been the first one. And then I went to where the Maurice's is now. And then up over the hill on Central Entrance for a while, and then here. So. Oh, is it by Maurice's there? Yeah, that was the old KDAL building. Oh it's yeah, yeah, the yeah. The TV yeah. Oh, and yeah, the radio one, yeah, both. That, yeah, that, that's right. Mm-hmm. That, where they had Channel Three and right. uh, KDAL Radio. And the the broadcast center, as they called it, I yeah, believe, back I in those days. Remember that one well. All right, Bruce is here, so let's do sports here so, on our birthday. Before we get into sports, <laughs> yes. Uh, one of the perks of this job in 2023 is that I get worthless PR emails constantly. <laughs> okay. Yes. Hi, Bruce. With Thanksgiving coming up, HubScore has released its recent report on America's favorite Thanksgiving side dishes by state. Oh, brother. Minnesota's favorite Thanksgiving side dish yeah. is? I have no idea. Uh, Some sort green of a bean hot dish. Number two. <laughs> oh, that's number green two. bean casserole, which is yeah. disgusting, is number two. That would be a hot dish in Minnesota, right? Mashed potatoes, oh, number, yeah. one. number one. That would make sense. I think With there's probably number one everywhere. You can't put gravy on mashed potatoes. You ruin them. Butter. Oh, yeah, I butter. Do. Be butter. I'm a butter guy. You throw the butter on there. You Give mix me that gravy. in. A little salt, and you're gravy. perfect. Gravy on the meat, gravy on the potatoes. <laughs> and the best part of my mashed potatoes on Thanksgiving is I will I get to take some home, <laughs> and the yeah. next day, so Black Friday, we'll go out shopping in the morning, we'll grab yeah. breakfast, and at some point while I'm sitting watching football and hockey all afternoon, I'm going to feel like eating some food. <laughs> I'm going to take those mashed potatoes, I'm going to slap them right in the frying pan. Oh, some gre- nice. A little light grease. Wow. Mashed potatoes, let the one side get a little crisp, yeah. flip them over. Fried mashed potatoes are tremendous. You're turning them into potato pancakes, basically. My mom used to do that. Yeah. She would. She would. We'd always have chicken and mashed potatoes on Sundays, mm-hmm. yep. and I'd get to go home for lunch from school on Monday, and I'd get fried mashed potatoes and chicken <laughs> for lunch. All right. Also oh, good. Very nice. Anyway, uh, green bean casserole number two, corn casseroles number three. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, the real the the real riser when it comes to Thanksgiving side dishes in recent years has been macaroni and cheese. What? Oh, Come on. You can have that any time, not just on Thanksgiving. That's because of little kids, I think. Oh, I, think I so. suppose, yeah. At the kids' and table. And number five is cranberries. Cranberries. Yeah. yeah. What so. about Wisconsin? they got Wisconsin? Uh, they don't. Let's see here. Other states, they've got. <laughs> I think beer would be Number the one in Wisconsin <laughs> is the green bean casserole. I can tell you that. All right. Uh, sure. Well, I believe that. I've and, of course, the that website that I need to go to to get the full list is blocked in our. All right. Never mind. <laughs> like, well, that tells me a lot about this uh, PR email oh, I just yeah. got. Uh-oh. So there you go. Timberwolves are at home to take on Philadelphia tonight. Ten and three Wolves, ten and four 76ers. An early season test for Minnesota. Coverage at 645. Here on KDAL from what will be a raucous Target Center this Ooh, evening. Yeah. Uh, early season test as well for the Bucks, who've won five straight and eight of ten. They're in Boston tonight to take on the Eastern Conference heavyweight Celtics at six at TD Garden. Marquette plays in the Maui Invitational Championship at four o'clock today. How about a four o'clock start time, Dave? That's much better than it has been. They were like eleven was last night and ten thirty on <laughs> right. Monday. Yeah. Haven't been able to watch them up until tonight. Fourth-ranked Golden Eagles and second-ranked Purdue, 4 o'clock today in that uh, tournament championship game. Wisconsin plays SMU tonight in the Fort Myers tip-off championship for the Beach Division, 7.30. Mm. 
That game can be heard on AM 710. Oh, my, it's 822. My goodness. <laughs> hey, time flies when we're having Too fun. much time here. on Thanksgiving side dishes, yeah. apparently. We are having fun. Yeah. All right, thank you, Bruce. Uh, Bruce Siski, show after 10. What's happening this morning? Uh, UMD men's basketball graduate, the Bulldogs' all-time leading scorer, Drew Blair, and women's hockey first-year assistant coach, Justin Grant, both on the radio show today. All right, we got a phone call. We'll get to that after we take a break here on KDAL. The KDAL Morning Show. Eight twenty six. Got the morning show going strong here on KDAL. Buffalo Springfield music in the background as we uh, check in with Dan in Renshaw. Renshaw, Dan. Morning, Dan. Good morning. You know, I wanted to say uh, now, Neil, the uh, number of people that have accessed the video about the fall of Minneapolis is one million. Ah. Over a million. That's probably because you alerted us to it. Oh, last absolutely. Time. Oh, the what in Minneapolis? <laughs> yeah, isn't that amazing? I I hope something occurs. I hope they do something about, you know, what happened. I I hope they release the police officers that are in prison. They should not be in prison. Hmm. But anyway, are you talking about the George Floyd deal? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, I have a, I'd like to switch subjects here. I notice uh, when you go by Esco on the freeway, there's a huge, giant building being built on the north side of the freeway. I was wondering if you knew anything about that. And also, on the bottom of uh, Grand Avenue, where the ski hut is, or the, the ski hill is, there's a building right next to Grand Avenue. I was wondering if you knew what that is going to be, too. I have no idea. No, no idea. I'm afraid I can't help you either. But, uh, oh, maybe, okay. Maybe somebody knows and they yeah. can call and tell us. Right. Yeah, it'd be, especially the one in Esco, it's huge. Huh. I, I wonder who's moving in there. Maybe it's one of those sports places or whatever. Ah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, hey, thanks, thanks for the man. call. Appreciate it. Well, building all over the place. Mm-hmm. Watch well, good. So today is also uh, November 22nd, the day that John F. Kennedy was assassinated yeah. down in Dallas. And um, some people certainly are around to remember that day. I was at up in Minot, North Dakota. You really? Know, All right. And uh, for the uh, North Dakota Fest up there. And they had a guy that was traveling around who had been one of the Secret Service agents. He'd been one of the That's Secret better. Service agents. Um on the detail when Kennedy mm-hmm. was assassinated. Oh, wow. So I kind of sat through that and listened to him, and he gave details of it, and on and on and on. And, and again, the controversy on that whole deal is whether or not Lee Harvey Oswald was the sole shooter. Yeah. And there's all kinds of theories that there was more than one. Well, all the investigations seem to point to just Lee Harvey, but... That's, well, they, uh, there's always uh, the theories going around. They did all kinds of different yeah. tests with that rifle. Oh, and, boy. Uh, yeah. To be able to uh done as many shots as he did. Well, the guy apparently And then the pristine cracked. bullet that they found on the stretcher and yeah, all kinds on of that stuff. So it's uh, conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy. I was in uh, Spanish class in high school when I got the news. I was in civics class in junior high school. <laughs> there you go. When we got uh, the they news. got the announcement over the speaker system. I saw it, somebody... Um, First thing I thought, I think, oh, my God, J.F., or uh, um, 
Lyndon Johnson is president. Yes, I mean, there was a gasp right there <laughs> right. for a lot of people. It turned and, you out know, not to be so terrible. The reason why Kennedy picked Lyndon Johnson, they couldn't stand each other when yeah. they were in the Senate with each other. Needed those big Texas votes, I guess. Needed the Texas yeah. votes, and then he got Lyndon out of the Senate to block any of his legislation, okay? Hmm. So now Lyndon was the vice president. You can't turn down that prestigious deal. <laughs> and and who would know right. that he would become president? This right. is the same thing that happened to Teddy Roosevelt with McKinley. Mm-hmm. Teddy Roosevelt was the governor of New York, and he was a renegade. Mm-hmm. And the Republicans said, what better way to get rid of this guy and nominate him as vice president, yeah. and he'll do no harm. Yeah. He becomes president for a couple of terms. Yeah. In those days, the VP didn't do a whole lot anyway, no. but now it's a little more expanded, I guess. we got another call to get to real quick. Hi, who's this? Hey, good morning. This is Tom from Port Wynn. Well, Tom, Tom how are you doing? morning to you. Um, well, I'm, I'm doing just fine. Um, I'm not going to try and explain that. Uh, situation because I do believe it's inexplicable and um, there's nothing that anybody can really add to or take from other than just what I said Uh, speaking uh, speaking of things that are older and still working your station is on the air since 1936 yes Yeah. well I have a 1937 Farmall F12 (laughs) <laughs> and I still use it occasionally. Wow. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, it, it has a, a you know, four-cylinder Continental engine on it, and they really did know how to make an engine back yeah. then. So and this is a uh, tractor? There are other things yeah. out there. This is a tractor, older. right, Tom? It's a tractor? Yes, it's a tractor. Okay. Yes, it was the replacement for a team of mules. Ah, <laughs> of course, was, yeah. of course. It was paced out at that speed. So its top speed is about three miles an hour. <laughs> Very good. But it's not a steamer, well, though, yeah. is it? It's not a steamer. It's a gas-powered one. No, yeah, it's yeah. gas-powered. Well, it's dual fuel. Dual fuel. Uh, you, could start, you would start it on gas, and, you know, with gas being about nine cents a gallon and diesel being at, at about four cents a gallon, uh-huh. you would then switch it over to uh, the, more, the cheaper fuel, huh. which was the number two fuel. Right. And you would have a, a quite a savings back then. Back then, you know. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what I wanted to talk about, though, is uh, Argentina uh, now shooting for turning their currency over to a dollar, Neil. Really? Taking it to the dollar. What do, what do you think of that? Argentina? What was it before? It's a peso. Argentina yeah. has their peso. Oh, okay. Well, it yeah, would well, be a good... So they're going to use our they're going to use our currency. Yes. So what devaluation are we going to see in the hmm. Argentine dollar? I assume that they're going to print up a special currency and they're not going to just use they couldn't use ours because that I know what what's no, their they're, they're tying it to our dollar. It, oh, it they're is t- our dollar because huh. Their inflation rate is like a hundred and forty percent a week. Oh boy! You know it's it's a- absolutely <laughs> astronomical, and they have a lot of debt, and you know they have a new leader now, a uh, you know a guy in the mold of Donald Trump okay. who came in, and you know he's he's going to get hold 
uh, and he was uh, one of the economics ministers, I guess, at one time. So, uh, you know, here's my take on it. I think it bodes well for the dollar. You know, we always often hear about how, uh, you know, we're going to replace the dollar with some kind of worldwide currency and so on and so forth. Here, again, is another example of the strength of the, of the dollar and worldwide. You can go to any country in this on this planet, and if you have dollar bills, you have something of value still. Yep. And yep. I know That's we right. like to think, you know, our dollar isn't worth much anymore or whatever, but the, just by the fact that you can take that dollar to places in Africa or South America or Asia and actually still trade, you know, in American dollars. So I think this is a real good sign for this country that our dollar, although we have inflation and all these other problems, we still have something worldwide that the rest of the world looks to to put their their earnings into. Okay. Very good. Hey, uh, Tom, thanks for Tom, the call. I think that's a good point. Good yep. point. You know, uh, Dave. You know, when you fly commercially, yeah. and you fly anywhere in the world, when you fly into the airport, yeah, the air traffic controllers and the pilots, yeah, gotta speak English. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Even in far-off countries. Yeah, because of international flights, you got one language. Wow. All right. we got another quick call, and then we got to take a break. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Bob in Duluth. All right, Bob. Uh, just to answer a couple of questions for Dan there, uh, the, uh, the building at the bottom of Spirit Mountain is actually going to be what he said, uh, part of the ski hut. Uh, oh. oh, okay. Uh, and also the uh, building in the uh, ESCO... Industrial Park there is going to be the essential uh, distribution center for uh, the region, and wow. it's about 160,000 square feet, and they're going to have a little bit of office space there. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah, that sounds great. Hey, thanks for the info, though. Yeah, thanks, appreciate Bob. That. Appreciate it. Uh, welcome, bye. Right, 835, we'll take a break. Be right back. Dave Strandberg with Neil Atkins. Now, back to the KDAL Morning Show. How well, everybody said about the bed. Freshman. In, Freshman. Uh, there you go. Honor of the turkey bird tomorrow. Here's Surfing Bird. Surfing Bird with the uh, trash man. And they, you're a Minneapolis group, you know. Yeah, right. And they came out, the next one they came out was the Bird Dance Beat. <laughs> was the same. Well, right. Yeah, you, you get a... Uh, you get a, a groove, you stick with it, I guess, until they quit selling. We, uh, with our little band, we had we used to sing that song <laughs> because there's only about four words in it, yeah. and you can pretty much uh, go I'll along with it without any real to bird. Yeah. All right, well, there you go. That's a little uh, See, uh, Kenny was just telling me here that uh, they had an incident out in Portland, Oregon, and this time they had uh, a bunch of feminists out there demonstrating for women's rights, Okay, and a bunch of transgender men attacked them. What? The feminists. They went after the feminists, the Why? transgender men. Oh. Because they weren't included. Oh, gee. It's, and only in Port, well, Portland and a few other of these crazy oh, I cities. Suppose, yeah. it's, uh, it's bizarre. I, I saw the photographs of these painted up guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, here comes Kenny. He's going to okay. tell us all about it. Oh, gee. Kenny, tell us. Yeah. Yeah, Portland, Oregon, and these women were there for women's rights and protesting male violence, and they claim Antifa pepper-sprayed them, kicked them, punched them, stole their phones. Wow. A lot of transgender males Mm. 
And so you had that going on in Portland. Wow. You know, Portland used to be a very beautiful city. It's the Rose City, Neil. I hear I hear that Portland uh, has never been a, there. The downtown has got a vacancy rate that's so high it's unbelievable. Really? And wow. the locally elected people just seem don't seem to get it. I don't know what's wow. going to happen to that committee. I've been out there. It was quite the, mm. but I was out there in the eighties, and that uh, things have changed dramatically since then. All right. So, not good. Not I good. guess not. Anything to uh, uh, further on that, Ken? Well, you were talking about Portland's vacancy rate, yeah. uh-huh. uh, twenty-one point four percent. Wow. Twenty-one point four in the downtown area. Yeah. yeah. This is the metro. Yeah, the metro. So yeah, yeah. So people are moving out. It's sad, yeah, because you've been there, I've been there, and I think it's still a beautiful city. I hope so, but uh, the Santifa movement, if you will, is out of control. Yeah, I, you know, and Portland's one of the cities that was almost burning down with uh, different areas when you had the Antifa movement and they uh, take over the downtown movement. They allowed them to take over a section of the downtown and barricade it and stay there. And, uh, you know, Seattle had the similar problems, and mm. the locally elected people just went along with it. It's just unbelievable. Right. Yeah, they, nearly 200 days. Uh, where, where they <clears throat> occupied the uh, downtown huh. area, a section of the downtown area. Yeah, uh-huh. this happened shortly after uh, the murder of George Floyd, yeah. and they were calling on racial justice, police reform. But these protests stretched on for, well, it says nearly 200 days. Uh, some violence, vandalism. People we were, saw the footage. People died. People died. And, you know, this is where, this is the Antifa crew. They're anarchists, and they want, they want chaos. They want to control it themselves, though. They want chaos, and they don't want to go by the rules, and that's when you don't have rules for a society that's when things break down, and that's when really bad people come in and take over, as is the Antifa. If you have, as, as my uh, mom and uh, great-uncles would say, if you have mamby-pamby politicians that can't get their act together and protect the average citizen and the assets, then you have chaos. Neil, were you ever a mamby-pamby politician? <laughs> Not once. Good, good, good to hear. Not once. Yeah. They had other words for you as a politician, I'm sure. Other words, yes. Yeah, not mamby Other words, other words. You know, as long as I've got you both Uh-oh. in front of me here, Yeah. Uh, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Yes, it is. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Dave, what are your plans? Uh, I'll be heading to my sister for a Thanksgiving feast. You're going to Madtown? Madtown, yeah. Madtown, mm-hmm. Wisconsin. Neil? I'm. Uh, we're staying here. Here. Good for down. you. Somebody's right. got to hold down the fort. Yep, we've got <laughs> some folks coming into town, and they're going to get oh. together with us, and we're going to hang what's out. What's Kenny uh, doing? They're bringing the turkey. They're bringing the turkey. We're ah, bringing the ham. Nice. Yeah, usually we would go to uh, my niece's place. Her husband would make up a meal, but wow. the kids are growing up. Now they're bringing their friends from college, so yeah. we're going to stay home, my wife and I. Ah, we're going to nice. have my mom there as well Good and Rebel. And we'll, so we'll be home. Yeah, that's your cute. It's kind of a lab kind of like dog, isn't it? Rebel? Well, he's a, he's he's a mix. A mix. He's a, a husky uh, Aussie Shepherd. And okay. Oh, we wow. got to do the DNA because I'm very curious what's in that dog. <laughs> my uh, my daughter has a, uh, a Shepherd mix, and she's about uh, 10, 10 months old now, and she's all over the place. She's one of the greatest dogs. Just friendly, great with the little kid, the whole night, about sixty pounds. But she's uh, Shepherd, 
Australian Shepherd, Border Collie, and they had a DNA reading on him. Yeah. He took her in as a foster dog, and then two days later, I'm writing out the check. I knew she was going to be our dog. Oh! I came walking in, and the dog greeted me and jumped into my arms. She was four months old. What's this dog's name? Skyla. 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 The little, the four-year-old named her, and we go, "You're naming her Sky? No, Skyla. Skyla. So we call her Skyla. Well, gentlemen, enjoy 87 years on KDAL. There you go. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to. We're going to take another break and be right back. Dave Strandberg and Neil Atkins, the KDAO Morning Show. 8.50 now at KDAO. A little monkey music for you, taking the last train to Clarksville this morning. Take the last train to Clarksville and I'll meet you. So have you ever been to Clarksville? I've been through Clarksville on the way to Nashville, yeah. A band that uh, is never going to retire, apparently, is teaming up with the AARP. Oh, the Rolling Stones (laughs) recently announcing their Hackney Diamonds tour. It'll be sponsored by ARP. While the organization has moved away from its original name, American Association of Retired Persons, it continues to serve uh, those 50 or older. According to an AARP news release, members will have access to a ticket presale for the Stones on November 29th. That's two days before. Tickets are available for general public purchase. Oh. So how about that? we got to get to the phone. Hi, who's this? years old. Yeah. Morning. Hello. Good morning. Denny here. Denny, what's up? Well, first off, I want to thank you, Dave, for being a main staple for me in the morning. And I have a lot of other people, too. Oh, great. <laughs> but, but what it is, is I, I heard a little bit blurb about, uh, I think it was London Road, and they're having a little confrontation with about putting a roundabout in. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, they got nothing to complain about. They had to live right next to this guy on roundabout here. Hey, don't get me wrong, roundabouts are a good thing. I like them, but but uh, going here on Maple Grove and Midway Road, yeah. Uh, at least down in Duluth, they can put a sign up there: no engine noise. Oh. Uh, since they put the roundabout in here, I cannot. From four thirty in the morning all the day long, you got engine braking. I mean, it's not just. On Maple Grove per se, it's on both sides coming up the hill and going down a little grade, and coming up Maple Grove. In other words, you got a lot of truck traffic there, right? <laughs> St. Louis County is the this road here, Midway Road, is yeah. the highest traveled truck in the whole state. Wow, how about that? And we've got we've had a petition here, but unfortunately, uh, the mm. people on the city council seem to be for it. But unfortunately, the head honcho. He will not do anything about all this noise because it's not in his backyard. Oh, sure. And I mean, I mean, I mean, you cannot even talk to a person two feet from you when some of these trucks go by. <laughs> and I tell you what, uh, I got a buddy that retired from uh, KV Trucking, and he just shakes his head. He says, "There's not a grade here that warrants it." But the trouble is, they're getting here. They're doing sixty some miles an hour, and they pop that doggone Jake brake. Oh. And I tell you what, uh, I put. Ten thousand dollars worth of triple pane windows in oh, last boy. year, yeah. to no avail. Wow! And there's no, I mean, noise pollution. I don't think the cops do it anymore because back when we were kids, we used to use hollow mufflers, and they'd stop us left and right and <laughs> give us oh, tickets. Yeah. Well, now, I don't know. The police just, yeah. I don't know. But Dave, I wonder if they're that, having the same problem at the intersection of Midway and One Ninety Four. Have you heard anything uh, about that? 
they used to have just going towards 53 just before you get the roundabout there. They used to have a sign on the on heading north there. That's uh, no engine braking. Okay. But unfortunately, somebody had put that in wrong erroneously, so they ripped it out. Oh, gee. Well, like they're going to pay so, attention to the sign anyway if there's no enforcement. I guess it doesn't really matter. No, it's just, you know, it just, well, unfortunately. Putting up a sign, I can't imagine, would be a big issue. Well, you go to Superior, you come off the, the bond gr- yeah. going off the bond bridge, emergency braking only in emergencies. Right. Now, those are county, those were county projects. That's a county road, isn't it, Midway? This is a county road, but the county, you talk to the chief engineer there, uh, I can't remember his name now, mm-hmm. and it's up to the city of Hermantown to oh. put the sign up, and they'll do it. Hmm. And it, and you talk to the mayor. Oh no, it's the county. They play the they play the ping pong ball. Oh boy! But well, it is it is the city of Hermantown that does designate it. But hey, don't get me wrong. The roundabouts and I had them when I was overseas yeah. in Germany. They work fantastic. Of course, they're about four across, and you can zing around and find out where you want to go, and you flinch it off. You know, it worked <laughs> yeah, out great. Right. Oh, very good. But thank you, Jay. Yeah. Event, but hey, I, appreciate I appreciate it. the call, and hopefully somebody will get that problem solved for you. So. All right. Let's Thanks. do that. 854, we got to take another break. Right back. <laughs> Group called the Count Five. It's a psychotic reaction this morning. There you go. As uh, Neil is on the drugs trying to keep his mouth in shape here. There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, we're just on the legal stuff here. Oh, so okay, there. good. Wall Street is opening. On the upside. Yes, it is. The Stocks day before, are higher uh, the day before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I imagine they're closed tomorrow. So. How about tomorrow, Friday? Yeah. Uh, they're open. All right, okay. It might be a partial day. I don't know. Yeah. Well, these... Today and Friday will be light trading days. So I suppose so, yeah. What happens. Nobody's home and yeah, so we're in the office. <laughs> so there you go. But, well, Dave, I guess we're a wrap here. Uh, uh, I would imagine so. Don't be here Friday, Neil. I won't. I won't, won't be here. Don't you be here Friday either. And <laughs> yeah, then, uh, we'll have be, a good weekend. Everybody have a great Thanksgiving. Don't overeat and don't no. go out tonight and get caught by the police. No, never do that. In fact, the uh, enforcement is on the increase from now through uh, New Year's Eve. So, if you're going to be drinking or smoking or whatever you do, don't be driving. Don't be intoxicated. All right. Sounds like a deal. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, folks. Yeah.